This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. On Fridays, we want to look at current events and the Bible to ask the question, how can the church share Jesus? Thank you so much for listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. You're catching a Friday episode. On Fridays, we answer the question, how can the church share Jesus? Offer love and hope before law. Offer love and hope before law. Uh, I've got a new idea for a dating website. Oh, it's here a, we yeah, go. Yeah, a, and the reason I'm thinking of this is that I do the getting ready for marriage small group. And uh, you think? Are you telling me there's something better than FarmersOnly.com? Uh, I'm saying there is something better. And but but you know what? It's com- I, It's a little comedy to me. I say I always ask how'd you meet, and then they say, "Well, dating website," and they kind of mm. hang their head. I'm like. You know, it's nothing to be ashamed of because I'm finding that basically most people, that's how they're meeting these it's days. 50, it's 50-50. It's yeah, it's crazy. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, uh, so, I, you know, what it, so, so here's my new idea for a, a dating website. I'm, I've, I've been thinking about launching this so I can, you know. So my dating website is that uh, what you will do is you will, you will get on there. You'll put your profile on there. But instead of telling about yourself, and what you have to offer, what you're going to do is say what you want out of the person you want to marry. Mm-hmm. So basically, you're going to put on there, well, the person I want to marry, um, I, I want them to be able to cook like a professional. I want them to to uh, be a certain weight and a certain mm-hmm. height. Mm-hmm. And I want them to have the habit that they always clean the house uh, every <laughs> single day and that they don't ever leave dust on the table and that they unload the dishwasher every single morning and that they they love cleaning up the kitchen and uh and and uh looking for a unicorn there are you do do you (laughs) do you feel like my website would make it um it might i don't know you never you never know until you try it i'm afraid it's a bankrupt strategy yeah uh and unfortunately that's often how we present the gospel Mm. is we present the gospel uh, telling people all they have to do yeah. instead of what Jesus has to offer. Mm. And, um, and instead of what Jesus has already done. Instead of what he's already done. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so really, how can the church share Jesus? If you're a disciple, you know there is sacrifice involved. Mm-hmm. You know that there's a cost. You know that there's a price you're going to pay that you willingly have paid. Mm-hmm. But the new person... They're not into that. Mm. That's like a you know uh, that you're you're telling them everything they have to do in the marriage. <laughs> Instead, what we do on our dating websites is we we're going to put a profile of ourselves up there and tell what we have to offer, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you're looking at them and you're seeing what they have to offer mm. and you're seeing if it's a match, mm. right? And so the the uh, the better way to present the gospel is. Tell what Jesus has to offer. Mm. Offer love and hope mm. before you get into <laughs> all, all that's going to cost of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're just going to use a couple of scriptures. Romans 4, 3 says, For the scripture tells us Abraham believed God mm-hmm. and God counted him as righteous because of his faith. Mm. Um, and he's pulling, you know what I'm saying? I'm, um, he's pulling from... The Genesis passage where we 
talked about this, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, but people are counted as righteous not because of their work, but because of their faith in God who forgives sinners. Notice the offer. God is offering forgiveness to sinners, and he's offering his righteousness to them. Mm. That's a good offer. It is a good right? offer. Now, people may not understand that, so may, you know, maybe he's offering love. Maybe he's offering hope. Maybe he's offering peace. Um, but you begin with, with what is God offering people? Mm. And I do this all the time. You know, you can take an anxious person and offer them peace and then let them decide if they want more of that consistently, right? You could take a a person that feels hopeless and offer them hope. You can take a person that feels unloved and offer them unconditional love. And that you're presenting what God has to offer into the relationship. So why do you think that we... um, Why do you think we fail in this? Uh, That that, uh, oftentimes we present the gospel... Um, you know, basically telling them all that they're going to have to do. Yeah. Uh, I think about the parable that Jesus told of um, the the workers in the field. And so it's really easy if you got into the field early <laughs> to want to make more than the people that get into the field late. Yeah. But that's not how it works. <laughs> We better tell the parable because it's you're, you're given the application, but the parable is very pointed. Yeah, so uh, there are workers in the field, and they're working all day long, and then, you know, they've been out there since the morning. Well, a little later in the morning, some more workers come along. A little later, some more workers come along. Well, even to the point of they get to the end of the day, and this guy walks up, and this is Jared's version of the mm-hmm. parable. Yeah. This guy walks up 30 minutes before the end of the day, and he's like, yeah, you can work, and he comes into the field. But he quits at the same time as everybody else. He only had to work 30 minutes. He only had to work 30 minutes. Well, they get paid that night, and uh, the guy that got there in the morning realized that the guy who got there 30 minutes before close got paid the same amount as him. (laughs) Now, we hear that, and we're like, what on earth is going on? Why? (laughs) They heard it. When Jesus spoke the parable, they heard it and said, uh, what's going on? Yeah, and so... When we look at that now with that parable, what Jesus is saying is, it is never too late for you to turn to me, Mm. ever. Mm. You could enter the field two minutes before close, Mm. and you'll get the same wage as the person Mm. that got there that morning. Mm. Um, And so I think about that often for uh, people that have, maybe they are at the end. Mm. Um, But then I also try to think about it of, Lord... What is my responsibility? My responsibility on this earth is to try to get as many people working in the field as possible. Yeah. And I know that they're going to get the same payment as me. Mm -hmm. But I need to get as many of these people in here as possible. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise, the non-payment is pointed. Yeah. Damnation. Yeah. And so to get to this idea of it's my responsibility to get as many others into the field with me. As humanly possible. Yeah, um, that's what we got to do. Yeah, and that's that's the faith that's inspired, um, and and what it does is it shifts us from this idea of earning. 
Because mm. if we really got what we deserved, we all would be in hell. <laughs> right, right, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, if we get past the earning, the I deserve this, I deserve that, and into the I recognize that I didn't, I didn't deserve any of this, mm-hmm. and neither does this person. Yeah. Um, what that does is, you know, we're talking about offer love and hope before law. Well, the law of grace steps in. Yeah. And it, it raises this standard for the, how I live, but it makes the the entrance point easy. Uh, let me put this in practical illustration. I was had a conversation recently with a person who's kind of wrestling with their faith mm-hmm. and whether they're, you know, the, the God thing, the church thing mm-hmm. and whatnot. And so I tried to tell this story and this parable. I said, you know, let me tell you, here, here's the deal. Because uh, they were struggling with the Old Testament and is God a God of fear and mm. God of judgment? And what about the New Testament? They were, they were wrestling with all that. And I said, here's the deal. The, the scripture says that Jesus speaks into your heart. I knock on the door of your heart. Mm. If you open the door, I will come in and have supper with you. Mm. Okay, so what happens is Jesus knocks at your door. And you open the door and you decide... I'm going to let him in and I'm going to, we're going to have supper together. Mm-hmm. And so you and Jesus have supper and you're like, man, I really like this guy. And uh, so you offer, hey, uh, Jesus, you need a place to stay for the night? And he says, sure. Mm-hmm. And so you, you give him your room and then the next thing, next morning, there's Jesus at breakfast again. Mm-hmm. And now you got Jesus at breakfast and, and you're like, wow, well, that's cool. And then, then, so now you got Jesus at breakfast and dinner. And after about a week goes by, you, you start enjoying his company so much, he starts telling you stuff you didn't know and talking to you about and how to, how to live life. And it's, you're like, well, I like this guy. And then, then you're like, hey, Jesus, you want to go to work with me and check mm-hmm. out my, see how, I, see, you know, see how my business runs? Mm-hmm. And Jesus says, sure, I'll tag along. And then he goes to business with you. And, and then he kind of looks and says, Jesus, what do you think about um, you know, how, how I buy and sell cars? He said, well, that's kind of cool, but uh, you might try this over here. Mm-hmm. And, and so... And, and so, you know, then, then you're sitting down in the evening and you're saying, Hey Jesus, you like this show? Yeah, it's okay. You know, <laughs> you might, you might try this show over here. Like mm. let's watch the passion. I mean, mm. <laughs> I don't know. so, so <laughs> whatever he wants to watch, Yeah, whatever, you know, so you get, you go into this relationship with Jesus and it's all in your dining room, your living room, your bedroom. Mm. And, and you're like, man, this is really cool. But you know, your, your dining room, your living room, and your bedroom are not built on your dining room, living room, your bedroom. You know what they're built on? Concrete mm. and tuba, tubas, what are they, tuba sixes or whatever mm-hmm. it is, tuba eights. They're, they're, mm-hmm. they're built on, on wood down there. And trust me, you want a good foundation. Mm. So if you own a home, eventually you got to go find out what's underneath the house. Mm. The pipes, the electrical, the wood, because... Uh, that stuff's important. Yeah. Now you don't want to have dinner down there, and you can <laughs> camp down there if you want to. If you really, want if you to. really want to, yeah. So you're going to need to dig into your Old Testament to find out what all the requirements are. Mm. What holds this house up? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, and that's where the law comes in. What holds this house up? Mm. All, what What is the foundation of this house? What is the? It's not floating on air. <laughs> it's It's built on something. <laughs> And and there's a lot of you know nuts and bolts and guts and insulation and all that stuff you never see, mm-hmm. so that's why most of us enter into relationship with Jesus based on we start having dinner together, mm. 
but eventually you got to go into the but if you try to introduce a person and say look at this amazing house mm-hmm. you try this selling your house you, you got your house on the market right mm-hmm. and your first tour of the house is the crawl space <laughs> It's not how you sell the wife, by the way. You sell the wife on how the house looks. Check out this hot water heater. Oh, yeah. You bring you bring the wife of the of the couple that's going to buy your house, and you say, "Hey, check out the electrical wiring that you can see beneath the house, man. You got oh yeah, this is the most awesome wiring ever, and the pipes salivate over these pipes. No, no, you're not going to do that. That's the yeah. that's you know. Instead, you're going to say, "Look at mm. this." bathroom yeah it's got five sinks and three mirrors <laughs> that's right so i uh, so i i just kind of want to use that as an illustration when we're reaching out and sharing jesus offer love and hope and peace and gentleness and all of these things before you go into the yeah. nuts and bolts of of the law Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community in small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth.